like to do is just run through uh, what the president's uh, infrastructure and new budget proposal is going to be doing uh, for and to Madison. Um, we've got a simultaneous release of the infrastructure program and uh, the budget. So, uh, running through the top ten items here. Uh, first, the bill is going to eliminate a number of valuable programs that we've relied on in the past. Uh, Tiger grants, um, funding for Amtrak, and funding through the Economic Development Administration. So we've got to recognize that there are these takeaways in terms of infrastructure. It provides for $200 billion in federal funding over 10 years, but it does not provide a source of revenue, which uh, is beyond anyone's imagination how you can propose that kind of spending without knowing where you're going to get the funds. Of the total, $1.5 billion in expenditures anticipated for the program, there's an assumption that it's coming from local governments, state governments, and the private sector. The program puts major emphasis on the participation of the private sector in transportation projects with no basis for believing that this would be a successful way to capitalize these activities. Keep in mind, 140 years ago, there were bagmen going down on the floor of the uh, New York legislature handing out money so that infrastructure projects specifically designed to help particular businesses would be approved. We've come a long way in the last century in regards to infrastructure funding in this country at both the state and the federal level. Namely, to examine the needs of the entire nation, of entire states, and then fund accordingly, whether we're talking about river and waterway projects, transportation, that kind of infrastructure. Now, this is going to be driven by the specific needs of a few private businesses and the funding is going to come from all the rest of us. The infrastructure program proposes to open up major portions of the interstate system to tolling. Keep in mind that when uh, President Eisenhower came up with the plans for our nation's interstate system, if it was going to be federally funded, which it was, it meant that there would be no toll roads. Toll roads existed where states on their own had decided to uh, build and construct the highways, take the responsibility of maintenance, and compensate themselves through toll roads. Now, states like Wisconsin can find themselves in a position where they are going to be required to turn the interstate segments in their states, in our state, into toll roads, whether we want to or not. We're going to see major changes in environmental regulations. This is particularly a uh, concern where there's rivers and waterways, and it means that construction in these areas will compromise the environmental quality of our lives. Under the plan, the administration would divest the federal government of major infrastructure assets and lead to privatization of everything from parkways and airports. We've got to keep in mind that right now, much of the infrastructure in this country is designed 
to provide benefits to all the people of the country. If we start privatizing these operations, it means only those who can afford to will be able to utilize them. For the largest portion of the President's proposal, $100 billion, representing 50% of the total program, the traditional federal-local partnership is flipped. Traditionally, the federal government has paid 80% and the locals have paid 20%. Now it's going to be reversed. The federal government will only pay 20%, and we, the locals, will be responsible for the other 80%, part of which we can raise through privatization, but then that means turning over public assets to a private business. Another $20 billion in the program would be run by the Department of Commerce. The Department of Commerce has no capacity, no experience in terms of running transportation or other types of infrastructure programs. Lastly, the proposal does nothing to shore up the troubled highway trust fund, which has been on life support with general funds for many years, since the federal gas tax can no longer support all of the highway trust fund expenditures. So, while people were hopeful that we might get uh, an infrastructure package that would help the states of the country, the cities of the country, particularly here in Madison, all it does is take us many steps backwards. I want to also point out that as part of the budget proposals here, there's going to be eliminations of very important programs for those of us in Madison and Dane County and throughout the state. Particularly, uh, the President's proposal calls for the elimination of CDBG, the Community Development Block Grant Program, as well as cuts in, in the arts and cultural areas and cuts in Medicaid. Finally, in terms of that shift where we're going to be expected to pay 80% of the costs, what's going to happen here is the administration says, raise the taxes locally, folks. Well, Wisconsin's not much different than most other states. Madison is not much different than most other cities. We are under levy constraints, we're under expenditure limitations. We cannot raise the additional money to come up with this uh, larger proportion of the cost that they expect us to carry. So overall, uh, as it's being said in Washington, this proposal is probably dead on arrival we do not have a solution in regards to infrastructure. And when I look at some of the great needs in our own community, such as the funding uh, for, for our transportation system and the bus facilities and new buses, uh, despite the fact that there's public demand, public need, we are not likely to see a solution uh, in, in, in the coming years. So, that happy note, be glad to answer any questions. Uh, like with tolling and roads, I mean, the governor has kind of said everything's on the table. He's not against it. He's. he's uh, do you think now with this infrastructure, it's sort of inevitable that tolling? Scott Scott Walker has become Donald Trump's favorite sock puppet right now. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Uh, Walker Walker is 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 a sock puppet for the president. 
and he's now saying everything, contradicting everything that he said in the last six or seven years. I mean, the hypocrisy and the betrayal is beyond description. This is a governor who said, I'm not raising taxes. This is a governor who said, I'm not getting sucked into spending state money on matches for the federal government. The best example of that is all the Medicaid, all the health money that he turned back. The best example of that is, is what happened with high-speed rail. But now, for Foxconn and $4 billion in highways, he's, he's, he's ready to do anything. Uh, he's, you know, Donald Trump says jump, and he says how high. Um, unrelated to this topic, but I uh, wanted to ask, too, uh, we've heard from some disability rights advocates who say they're worried about proposed budget cuts to paratransit through Madison Metro. Uh, and also concerns that those cuts may be rushed through to balance the budget. What would your reaction be to that? Well, that's just not accurate. And we can do that at another session, but um, that's just totally inaccurate. It sounds like with some of the privatization going on, are you worried about uh, some like potential for corruption uh, just being taken away? The, 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 the problem with privatization, as we've seen in Russia, uh, is, is that much of the money is used to line the pockets of the private developers when the programming is supposed to be for the public. It's supposed to be highways for the public. It's supposed to be communication systems for the public. It's supposed to be development uh, in an environmentally sound way of waterways and, and rivers. and. As we've seen where this has taken place already, it's nothing but, but a major problem. Chicago, uh, Chicago, Illinois is, is an example where they both privatized uh, the Chicago Skyway and they privatized the whole parking system for the city. Uh, cities that have privatized their water system is running into the same problems. And now, one, you've got to have enough money to pay to get to use the service. And secondly, the regulation of the service is based on the needs of the owners, not on the public. Uh, when you privatize parking, we want to make sure that both commuters and people who are shoppers get access to parking places. And that's how our parking system works here in Madison. Well, uh, you're not going to have parking spaces uh, for short-term users or for people who arrive late if the whole system is designed to fill up the spaces at 8 in the morning for commuters. So the, the disaster of this kind of system is already very clear. I might say we are also part of a network of cities that is adamantly opposed to the privatization of, of water. That's, that's, that's very clear. All right. Thank you. Thank you.